Today on episode number 566 of the School of Podcasting, we have a cool because of my podcast story. We're going to talk about some cool image tools that you can use to enhance your podcast and how it looks. And we've got some old tools with new tricks to them. And we're going to talk about what happens when you step on the toes of your listeners. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, look, I'm going to bring my 20 plus years of helping people understand technology, my 12 years of helping people launch successful podcasts, and I'm going to help you massage your message, tackle that technology, face your fears, flatten that learning curve, and not just get you podcasting, get you podcasting right. We're talking headache-free, we're talking just designed to impact your audience in a way that has them going, holy cow, did you hear that? And all you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-A-S-T-E-N-E-R, and that will save you when you sign up. It's my way of saying thanks for coming to the show. And we are going to be talking some gear today. Wow, did you hear that sound? That was the sound of a bunch of people's necks being turned and going, did he say gear, 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 gear? But before we do that, my the one and only, do not be fooled by cheap imitations. This guy is so cool. He's been on the show before. He's the host of the Colon Cancer Podcast. You can find him at thecolancancerpodcast.com, Lee Silverstein. And I'll, we're going to, normally I, I tell people, do not talk about how the sausage is made, but because this is a how-to podcast, Normally, I have never had a problem with SpeakPipe, but for whatever reason, Lee brought this one in on SpeakPipe, and it's a little goofy, and so there's a little like, uh, almost like a growl to it, but just listen to the words, forget the fact that it's a little weird, and Lee, thank you so much for sending this in, but check this out. If you're looking to get a press pass for something, this is a cool way to do it. Lee Silverstein of the Colon Cancer Podcast and the Cancer Radio Network. I wanted to share a, because of my podcast story, I recently reconnected with a former colleague that I hadn't seen in about 20 years, and I come to find out that her 15-year-old son is a four-year survivor of brain cancer, and this young man has been doing amazing advocacy work and uh, uh, speaking to uh, raise awareness and get support, and they've become very involved in the childhood cancer community, and through one of her connections, she got me a press pass to attend Dick Vitale's annual gala in Sarasota, Florida, to benefit the V Foundation, the Jimmy V Foundation. If any of the listeners are big sports fans and follow ESPN, it's hard to uh, listen to ESPN radio or see ESPN on TV and not know about this big-time gala that's basically a hoo-hoo of people in the sports world. So I got a press pass to attend the media event and uh, attend a press conference that Dick hosted along with uh, the CEO of the V Foundation, Brian Kelly, head football coach of Notre Dame University, and Bob Huggins, the head basketball coach of West Virginia University. But more important than hearing those folks speak was I had the privilege, and it indeed was a privilege, to interview three amazing young cancer survivors, ages 14, 15, and 16. One in particular, the 16-year-old, her name is Tatum, and she is a two-time survivor of bone cancer, and she has created a foundation called Tatum's Bags of Fun. You can check her out at Tatum, tatumsbagsoffun.com, where she creates and puts together these backpacks and brings to the hospital uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana, anytime a child has, has been diagnosed with cancer. And I come to find out 
that Tatum may have an interest in podcasting. So I'm going to be talking and following up with Tatum and her dad, and we have the may have the makings of a potential young co-host for a future podcast. So uh, keep an eye on us. Hopefully we can make that happen. And I just wanted to share that uh, really uh, terrific story and, and what an inspiring evening it was. Lee, I am so happy to hear that. That is awesome. And so here, once again, Lee's interacting with his audience, and that opened another door to get to that very prestigious uh, evening where he then gets to interview more people, which is going to open the door to more people. It's awesome. This is one of the reasons why you should start a podcast. I know so many people that have said, I started a podcast and so many people do it for the money. Some people do it for fun, which is great. Some people, a lot of people just do it for the relationships. Uh, Alan Lee does a show called The School of Banking. And I asked him once, I go, hey, how are your downloads? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, how is this? He's like, I don't know. He goes, I just know that I'm getting to talk to people that wouldn't give me the time of day. But because I have a podcast, now they will. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Find Lee again at the colon cancer podcast.com. Great guy who completely steals the show in the messengers documentary. All right. I don't want to make you wait anymore. I said the G word gear. And these are some tools. What I'm doing is if you go to podcastingresources.com, this is a website I've had. And to make a long story short, the old version of it was on a script and the business that was creating the software for it went out of business. And my site kind of went funky. And I was like, hey, boys, uh, my site's kind of funky. And it was crickets. So I have found a new, uh, I'm running it on WordPress now. And so by the time you go to podcastingresources.com, you will see about 80% of the website up and running. I'm kind of rebuilding it as we speak. And I'm finding some tools that are new. I'm finding some tools that have gone out of business. There was a whole section on uh, places where you could get advertisers for your podcast. And that was like, yep, they're not there anymore. Yep, they're not. Pod wallet. Yep, you're gone. So that was kind of interesting. But I was looking at some things for images for your podcast. So we're talking about ways that you can... Not so much like still photography, although we'll talk about these, but I have a new one that I really like and a brand new one that if I was starting today, I might jump into this. So what this is, the first one is Canva, and you've probably heard about this one. It for a long time was my favorite tool. It's very simple. It's very powerful. And the thing I liked about it is you could include some pictures and some photographs for free. And if you did have to pay for them, they were $1. And that was it. Realize a lot of times when you buy a royalty-free image, it's like $20, $30. It's, you know, sometimes 10 but nowhere under 5 usually. And these are a buck. And if you want to be kind of slimy about it, you could go in, make your image for Twitter, because you have... You get that image for a dollar for 24 hours. So if you wanted to be slimy, you could go in, make your image for Twitter, and then resize it for Facebook, download it again, and not have to pay for it. That's kind of slimy, but you can do that. Um, the cool thing about Canva is, well, they're a pretty good set of tutorials that will get you up to speed, and you can create some pretty good-looking images. There are times, though, that I'm kind of like, mm, I wish there were more fonts. I wish there were more of this and that. So it's But in terms of like, I'm in a hurry, I need something that looks okay, boom, Canva was my answer. There's another one, Pixlr. This is P-I-X-L-R, because of course we all know, ease or evil. And uh, Pixlr is another graphic program that's in the cloud, and there's no photos in this. It's just an easy photo editor. It's a little bit like Photoshop, 
Uh, I believe there's layers with this, but for me, what I use this for, if you're ever working and you're trying to create your artwork for iTunes, or should I be saying Apple Podcasts, and it should be anywhere from 1400 by 1400 to 3000 by 3000 pixels, and this is important, less than 500 kilobytes. And when I heard that, when I first started working at Libsyn, I was like, what does that have to do with anything? It's not even in the Apple specs, but I'm telling you, I've seen so many weird things where your podcast won't update. And the first thing I go in and I see that you have a two meg file, you compress that down, upload your file. And when you upload a new version of your file, always give it a new file name and your problems go away. So this is a great tool if you ever need to compress an image or if you want to resize it. It's it's kind of simple, but it's free and it's cool. It's cloud-based. A brand new one to me is Vector, and it's V-E-C-T-R, of course, because, say it with me, E's are evil, and uh, I don't know why. I don't know where that rule came from, but they are. This is a new program to me, and from what I've seen, it's probably the most powerful graphic program that is 100% free that I've run into, at least. I've never played with PicMonkey. That's another one. PicMonkey, the, the one time I saw it over somebody's shoulder, looked a little, for lack of a better phrase, wonky. Um, but this works on pretty much any platform. It's, a, it's also cloud-based, and it's super powerful. And so consequently, there's a bit of a learning curve because the good news is you have control over everything. The bad news is you have control over everything. And so when I logged into it, it took me through some tutorials, and they have quite a few to really let you dive deep into this. And I could see where you could make some pretty cool looking graphics. So this is something I'm probably going to be playing with because right now, this is one of the things you you use what you learned first. And I couldn't afford Photoshop back in the day. And so I bought Paint Shop Pro, I think at like Office Max or something like that. And I've just upgraded over the years. It's like, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks. And I don't have to pay Adobe, you know, a monthly fee for that. So I've always just used this. And it's one of those, if I didn't have that program, I would probably start using that one if I really wanted to get into graphics. Now, this again, they're from what I've seen, they're going to have things in the future where you can kind of download kind of a template kind of thing. It's brand new. And their goal is I did contact them and I said, hey, I couldn't help but notice you're 100% free how do you plan on staying in business? Because I really hate referring people to things that then go out of business two weeks after I say, hey, this looks cool. And their plan is eventually you'll be able to sell templates and such, or they will be selling templates and such. But the actual software, they say, will always remain free. And I'm like, okay, so that'll be interesting to watch. But my new favorite one, and I just used it today to make the artwork for this tool, for this episode, I mean, and it does have one flaw, and I'll talk about how I get around that. And this is Adobe Spark. If you go to spark.adobe.com, it's pretty cool. You simply click on what you're trying to make, whether it's a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, I think they probably have a template in there for MySpace. They have 8 million templates. You pick a design. You kind of type in the words that you want to appear, if any, on your image. You kind of spin a wheel to go through some fonts. You pick some images uh, or, or some fonts, some colors. And 
to me, without being a graphic artist, it looks like a graphic artist designed it because when I do stuff, it looks like somebody threw together something that's a little better than Microsoft Paint, but not much. And this is pretty cool. So you're like, all right, Dave, well, what's the drawback? Most of the tools like Pixlr and Vector and Canva, you can go in and say, look, I just need a 300 by 300 image. This does not. It's like, now, granted, they have a ton of templates, but nowhere in there can I say, I need a blah, blah, blah by blah, blah, blah pixel size image, at least not that I can find. So what I do is, let's say I want a 300 by 300 image. I'm going to put it inside my MP3 file. Well, there's no way to do this. So what you do is you go in, you make an Instagram, because Instagram images are square, at least according to this thing they are. And I'll do that, but it's this huge, ginormous 2,500 by 2,500 image or something like that. I'll I'll download that image, again, all free, and then I'll upload it into Pixlr if I was you. Now, for me, I'm going to use my Paint Shop Pro, but you could upload it into Pixlr and easily resize it to be whatever image you want. So the thing I like about Adobe Spark here, you can actually search for photographs and they're all free. It's not a Canva deal where, well, some of these are free, but this one's a bike. These, this, these are all free. Now they don't seem to have quite as many images, but they have a ton. And so for me, it's comparing it to Canva, where it's like, I need something here. Here's my size. I'm going to type in some words. I need an image. Here it is. Oh, that'll work. Good. Now click, 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 swing, soon save, done. I like the results I get from Adobe Spark. Now, I used to use Canva because I could go in because I think it's kind of slimy to do that thing I was talking about before where you get multiple images in a 24-hour period is I was paying them, I think it was $12 a month, where I could go in, I think it was called Canva for Business, and I could click on an image and say, okay, take these elements that I put in here, this text, this graphic, things like that, and make that now one for Twitter, one for Facebook, one for Pinterest one for Instagram and it would just go boom and resize them all. It was pretty cool. And this is one of the things where I don't really need all those images. I wasn't really using it. And so I've canceled my Canva account, still using the free account, still will use it occasionally again. It's not a horrible tool, but uh, pretty handy. So I'll have links to out all of these out at schoolpodcasting.com slash five, six, six. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time. All right. Well, we're not done talking about gear. I've got some old tools that have taken a new twist. And I believe right now, Michael Hyatt, I'm a big fan of his book, Platform, and he put his podcast on hiatus. And I think... I think I need to investigate this a little more. So straight up here, I'm not 100% sure what I'm talking about. But from what I've seen, he's doing a show on Facebook Live. And what I would do if I was him, because there are people, I know this because we're talking about this in the School of Podcasting's private Facebook group. We're all kind of like, hey, what happened to his podcast? And he's doing this thing on Facebook Live. And there is a tool now called Ecamm Live. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash Ecamm Live. Now, Ecamm is E-C-A-M-M because, mmm, is this thing cool? Ecamm Live, or just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 566. Thing, it, it's 30 bucks, twenty nine ninety five. The bad news is it's Mac only. Sorry, PC people. And um, it has some of the same features as Wirecast, which costs like 500 bucks. And so if you go out to schoolpodcasting.com slash 566, I've got a tutorial for it. And it's something that like you can do, 
overlays. If you have a video that you want to talk about, you could drag the video into the screen. It starts playing the video and you become like picture in picture and all the comments that are completely somewhat like ADD hell. If you're doing a Facebook live are now on the side, you can see how many people are there. It makes Facebook live really pretty cool. And for 30 bucks, you can't beat the price. Now, the reason I think it's kind of cool is because I do Facebook live on my desktop and it's fine. But if you want to add a little, just a little polish to it, some other things, you can also share your screen is you can now record these. So as opposed to, and this is something you can kind of hack, you can go to Facebook, you can do a Facebook live and see even Bernie's really excited about it. I know, aren't you? Ecamm live, right? You can make your own video, right, buddy? I knew I shouldn't have left the door open. And uh, so you could then have a recording of that Facebook Live, pull it into probably any audio program you want, and just strip out the audio. Yes, strip out the audio of the video. Exactly, Bernie. He's he's telling me what to do. He's really excited about it. He's, he can't believe it's only $30. So, uh, so if you're a person that is doing these Facebook Lives and go, you know what? I should use this in my podcast. And then what you end up doing is re-recording it. It sure looks like you could uh, get a recording and easy. Let's do that. You could easily get a recording of your Facebook live and then repurpose that either as a video, or if you're doing an audio podcast, just pull the audio out of the video. It looks pretty cool. And of course there are 37 other ways you could do this, but if you're a person that's into video and Facebook, this is definitely worth taking a look at. And the other thing that I have found, and I have one of these on the way, and I got to give a shout out to my buddy SP and Steven Genre over at Better Podcasting uh, at betterpodcasting.com. It is now for years, and I'm talking into one right now. I have been talking about the Audio Technica ATR2100 microphone. I like it because it's both USB. As I record this right now, I'm going in directly into my computer into Hindenburg Journalist. And uh, so it works that, but I could also use it and plug it into a mixer if I wanted to. It also, the 2100 has a lifetime warranty. And from what I understand, they honor that warranty. Now, as I record this on May 14th, it is $67. Now that price ranges all over the place from $40 to $80. Right now it's 67. The ATR2005 and my buddy Josh Liston from the Podcaster's Survival Guide says that he believes the 2005 has a better kind of pop filter built into it. So I'm going to be testing that as a while. But the 2005 is basically, it's just cooler. It's just cooler looking. It's black, has a better uh, switch on it. It's a little more stylish, and you're going to pay 79 for that microphone. Well, the... Knox, and it's simply called, what a flashy name. It's the Knox Cardoid USB microphone, 40 bucks. And it looks and sounds, now I have not heard this in my own office yet, but SP did a great video of this. And I trust his judgment on that because uh, if you ever listen to better podcasting, these guys love gear. <laughs> I mean, they love gear and I trust their judgment. And uh, it looks like the 2005, and then it's cool and dark and black. But it has the kind of eh, switch from the 2100. There is no lifetime warranty, but it's also, you know, $37 cheaper. There's even a bundle with this microphone. If you want a boom arm that you could uh, 
basically get a boom arm and the microphone for 69 bucks. And then for me, I like having a little shock mount that basically suspends the microphone in air and has a little pop filter in front of it. And those go for about 10 bucks. So you could basically get the microphone, a boom arm and a pop filter, 79 bucks and be ready to go. So it's kind of interesting because we're seeing more and more tools being added for podcasters, even um, advertise cast, which is a website for where you list your show and advertisers. They just updated it and said, you need to have at least a hundred downloads, I think per episode. So people are coming out with new services and then they tweak them and customize them for podcasters. So if you're uh, wondering what to do with that uh, tax check when it comes in, if you haven't got it already, uh, here's some ways that you can spend it. And uh, again, links to all this stuff out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 566. I'm looking forward to this Wednesday. One of the things we do at the School of Podcasting is twice a month, we do, I call them live, you can call them live coaching calls. I call them office hours to kind of stick in with the school theme, but it's a time when we get together live. I actually use zoom.us for this and you can just ask me anything. We share insights into tools we're using. I know somebody is using, I think it was EasyCaster. Somebody else was using Pod Hero, and we're all kind of like, this is working for me. What's working for you? Hey, have you ever seen this? Have you ever tried that? So one of my favorite things of the School of Podcasting, I love working with individuals. I love talking to to groups, but I love to help people individually. And that's one of the things we do. In addition to the step-by-step tutorials that you have, as well as the private Facebook group, and of course, the primary email support. So for more information, if you want to see all the courses that we're talking about, and you get them all for one price, it's kind of like Netflix for podcasting. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. All righty. I, I got to tell you right now, before we get into this segment, we're going to talk like adults here. And we're going to use some words that I found out were much more offensive than I thought they were. And uh, so if you have little ones in the car or something, maybe you want to listen to this one just a little later. And so I do a show called the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. It documents my weight loss and then it documents my weight gain and my weight loss, my weight gain. And we're in a weight loss kind of section now. And I was reading an article and talking about it, about how Americans, we have a serious obesity problem, but a lot of Americans are like going, you know what? Look, I'm just done trying to lose weight. I give up. I'm going to be horizontally challenged and I can live with that. And one of the things that just jumped out of this article for me is it was saying how American doctors are worried about going to their patients and going, hey, you know, Dave, uh, in the long run, carrying an extra 50, 60 pounds probably not the best thing to do for your health. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Because they're worried about fat shaming. So here's, let me just play the clip. And uh, this has the word, it rhymes with rut, begins with a sl in it. And so I, I found out later, that's, I always knew it wasn't a great word. I found out that's a really bad word. And we're going to talk about that when we get done with this. But here's what I said that really set some people off. Your doctor, like when you go to the doctor and you go, I don't know, I've gained 15 pounds and they go, hmm, 
We'll have to run some. They're not saying, hey, guess what? Back away from the Twinkie. And and if we mention to someone that maybe your weight is unhealthy, we are now fat shaming. Apparently, we're not allowed to have any opinions, especially if it's negative. Like there's no slut shaming. There's no is there going to be a thing like, well, thief shaming? Hey, I know I steal for a living, but don't you know, I just got to be me. I like to have, you know, relations with goats, but come on, don't shame me. I'm just, seriously, with that? So that was a bit of a, a rant, in a way. Wasn't really planned, and I was just coming off the top of my head of things that I would think most people would look down upon. Things like bestiality, uh, being a thief, and being sexually promiscuous. And I got an email from a, a woman, and the subject of the email was F.U., except she spelled it out. And kind of seeing that subject, I thought, I don't think this is going to be a fan letter. And so it says, in your latest podcast, you comment about, and I'm just going to say S here, S shaming and comparing it to thief shaming and was absolutely, oh, it was absolutely disgusting. So the comparison of it was absolutely disgusting. F you go to H-E double hockey stick if we're going to, Keep it completely G here, uh, you piece of garbage. So again, I thought, I think she's upset. I could be wrong. Maybe it's the giant, bold, all caps, F-U. But so I replied, thank you so much for your feedback. My point was, if we don't allow anyone to say a negative thing about anything, isn't that the doorway to anarchy? I would love to have a dialogue about this with you. Can we get on Skype? And the response I received was, again, another invitation to go to H-E Double Hockey Stick. I feel like I'm four years old when I say that, but okay. Now, to that reply, I then replied again, that's too bad. As a former teacher, I always feel there is room for improvement, and obviously there is room for me to improve. Uh, Good luck with your weight loss journey. So with that, you kind of have to think about it and go, okay, have I, have I done all I can do with this person? Cause I don't want to, they're already upset with you. I think if you continually ask them, please, please, please come on Skype or please replace no. And, and in some cases, these people don't want to have a conversation. They just want to come in and tell you you are wrong, run away. And they don't care that you want to learn why that was upsetting. Now, looking back at this, well, it's kind of obvious why it was upsetting. What I, if my, if my point was that, hey, I think it's odd that a doctor whose job is to tell you how you're doing in regards to taking care of your health feels weird about telling you if you're not doing a good job. That's the same point. It's just not as flamboyant. It's not as sarcastic. It's not as, I don't know, but for whatever reason, I could have said that better, I guess. And the thing I didn't realize, so I was talking about Josh Liston, and you can hear us talk about this much more in depth on his latest edition of Podcaster. Is it Podcaster or Podcast? I got it right here. I believe it is Podcaster Survival Guide. And yes, the Podcaster's Survival Guide. And we talk about this uh, without the H-E double hockey sticks. We we talk like adults on that show. And uh I didn't realize that the S word, because I knew that word is not a great word, but I didn't realize it was one of those words that you save till the end of the argument. 
in Australia. And there's another one that rhymes with Nick and is pretty offensive, if you can put those two together, and uh, didn't know that either. And so, and I explained to him that there are things here in America that rhyme with punt, and apparently that's a bad word over here. And I said, well, over here, it's a really bad word. So we're kind of exchanging explicit, <laughs> what's explicit and what will get you in trouble. And so this is my whole point. You need to kind of leave the door open if you're going to get any kind of of knowledge. And so I've now learned that, wow, I didn't realize that the S word is that bad. I knew it just meant to me, it was like, it's a hussy, you know? And uh, yeah, so I won't be using that words anymore. And just realize, well, number one, uh, you're going to step on somebody's toes. The good news is you're a good person. I know you're a good person. You know you're a good person. And I wasn't saying anything to like, wait till I say this. This is really going to drive, you know, there are things you can say with certain topics and you just know you're going to just, some people are just going to light themselves on fire. And this was not the case of that. I wasn't doing something to purposely upset people. I was actually trying to be funny and make a point by basically exaggerating it to the point of absurdity. So realize with different countries, different cultures, different languages, we're going to inadvertently step on each other's toes. And all you can do is apologize uh, that someone feels however you made them feel and then pursue a dialogue to learn from that experience. And that's what I'm going to be doing in a future episode of the School of Podcasting because not only did I get that message, but on the latest edition of the Spreaker live show, and before I even get into this, uh, congratulations to everybody who's been inducted into the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame. One of them is Rob Greenlee, who is so good at being Rob Greenlee. And during this whole thing, and I'm, I'm just going to play you one clip because I don't want to rehash the whole thing, but I had uh, I had gone over on the SpreakerLiveShow.com website and basically stated that it sounded like Rob's co-host, who's a guy named Alex Exum, sounded like he wasn't really open to any kind of new data. He just continually kept, first it was like, well, nobody listens to podcasts that are more than 20 minutes long. And I'm like, well, actually they do. And then when we gave him data that showed that, yeah, they actually do, he's like, well, we don't know that that's true. He just kept shooting it down. And so I went over and kind of said, hey, you know, when you say stuff like that, you don't appear to be open to new stuff. And he said stuff like this. I'm sure Dave's a nice guy and everything, but he talks with such highfalutin language saying, Alex, well, you're not the barometer. What was it? You're not the you don't speak for the podcasting community. No schmuck. But I am in the podcasting community and I do have an opinion. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you call yourself the podcasting guru of God. I don't really care. You don't have the numbers to show it. I looked at your numbers on Spreaker. Nobody's listening. And then later he insulted my integrity to basically say that I bet he doesn't even tell people that he works for Libsyn and he's probably got a promo code, which would be kind of nasty to do. And if I don't have to defend myself to you because, well, you're listening to me, you know, I don't do that stuff. And so I, I was I obviously pushed his buttons. If you go listen to that show. And he pushed a couple of mine. And so I reached out to Alex and I said, hey, buddy, um, 
I, I think we're both pretty nice guys. I, I really think we're on the same page, but we're obviously saying some things here that are, are rubbing each other the wrong way. Why don't we get on Skype and talk about that? And in reality, as we now pull back the curtain, I originally, this show is going to be over here in just a few minutes. And uh, I had already gone through kind of point by point what he had said to say, here's why I thought this, here's why he said this, and this and that. And now we're going to do that live. And I don't know if it's going to be next week, but it'll be coming up in the future. It will be Dave Jackson meets Alex Exum. And we're going to talk about how we stepped on each other's toes. And we're going to do it in a way not to prove that you were wrong or that I was wrong, because in reality, in conversations, there's the truth, and then there's your side and their side. And I'm sure there's something that I'm missing that I didn't realize when I said this would set Alex off. And I don't think he really meant to be, I don't think he was trying to personally slam my integrity. Maybe he was. He called me a schmuck. I'm married. I've heard worse. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. So we're going to kind of air it out a little bit. And I want to do that as an episode just to show you that it's maybe not as awkward as you think it is. And Alex has agreed to come on the show. So uh, that's why today's show is a little short because, hey, I was, he just ripped out about 20 minutes of my podcast. I'm like, oh, he is coming on the show. Well, then we'll we'll postpone that. So with that, let's uh, shift topics to podcast movement. If you're going to podcast movement, podcastmovement.com, use the coupon code SOP. 10 and that will save you uh, 10 minutes off 10 minutes. It'll save you 10 minutes off your flight. Wouldn't that be cool? It's a teleporter. SOP 10 will save you 10% off your ticket and you want to get your ticket because it's already gone through. It's not the cheapest it was. It, that price has now gone up and it will continue to go up as the uh, deadline approaches to the actual thing. It's going to be a great time. They're announcing more and more speakers. I'll be there at the Libsyn booth. Uh, all your all your favorite podcasters will be there. All the cool kids are going. Come on, man. Everybody's doing it. When in doubt, resort to uh, peer pressure. So I look forward to uh, speaking with you. And uh, I was working with Bernie earlier, and it was I, I played him the Spreaker live show. And I'll put a link to that if you want to hear it. Uh, it's a great show. It's got Rob Greenlee. How can it not be a great show? And you know what? Let's Let's do this with that topic. It's a great show for two reasons. Number one, Rob Greenlee is this super cool kind of laid back guy. And he's uh, worked at Microsoft. He's great. He's awesome. I, I, he's, I've got to spend a fair amount of time with, with Rob. Usually when I go to these events, we're usually somehow next to each other. And he's just the nicest guy on the planet. And what's great about this episode is Rob just stays cool through the whole thing. I don't think Alex knew that Rob knew me. Because in the end, Rob's like, uh, he does work for Libsyn. And so that was kind of interesting. And uh, so on one hand, you have cool, calm, collected Rob Greenlee. On the other hand, you have this Alex Exum guy who in his SoundCloud profile says, I have a short fuse. I'm a rabble rouser. And I'm unapologetic. And so we'll talk about that next week when we talk with Alex. But my point is, those guys make a pretty good team. In the same way that when Rob is on the new media show, Rob is again, Rob is, you know what Rob is really good about this? And we talked about this on the podcaster survival guide with Josh Liston. Uh, Josh brought this up. Rob is really good at being totally Switzerland. And what I mean by that is, look, when I'm going to talk to you, I am going to have a little bit of a lips and slant, but I'll talk about Blue Bear. I mean, I have 
promo codes for Blueberry, Libsyn, uh, Spreaker. I think I have one for Podbean. If you go to podcastmediahosting.com, you can see my report on there. But you're also going to see where I recommend Libsyn. And I always tell people, remember, I was a customer for Libsyn for 10 years before I became an employee. And this show is Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting, not Dave Jackson from Libsyn. But, you know, I'm going to have my slant toward Libsyn. Mike Bedell is going to have his slant towards Blueberry. And, and Rob's going to have a slant towards Spreaker. But I, in all honesty, you don't hear much on his show. Rob is very neutral, I think, as anybody can be. And I think he does the best of that. And that's what Joshua was bringing up on his show. So. In case you missed it, it's time for a podcast rewind. Well, I've mentioned it a bunch already. Let me play a quick clip of me talking with Josh on the podcaster survival guide. Being a musician, I, I saw so many people that in some cases they were talented, but man, they were just, the, the ego was just out of control and that always really tuned me out. And so no matter what I'm doing, I always try to be, to kind of break the stereotype. When I, going back to when I was a paper boy, I always, if it was raining outside, I put the paper in the door so it didn't get wet. Even though the guy that had the route before me didn't, I wanted to stand out and be you know, above and beyond with that. Um, when I'm a musician, my last band used to drive, I drove them nuts because they were used to guys that were like just ear bleeding madness. And they're like, Dave, you need to tune your guitar up. We we can't hear you. You're not loud enough. So I'm, I'm the guitar player that shows up sober on time and, and doesn't rip your head off. And, and to me, that was just me trying to break a stereotype. So I think there's uh, some part of my DNA that I want to kind of break a, a stereotype. So I also appeared on round 92 of the podcasters roundtable. We were talking about podcast consumption in 2017. I think this number grows when connected cars are a regular thing. It's and always been held out as the Holy grail, but we know we don't I, see any hockey stick growth in this. See, medium. I disagree Do you really think that. it's going to? Good, because we have some my, disagreement here. My car is already connected. When I get in my, because I, I have a smartphone with Bluetooth, it's, uh, I don't know what it is. It's not PhD connected, though. It's not push here dummy. I mean, it still feels no. like a little bit of work. So today we talked about some new tools to make your website look cool, your podcast look cool, some image tools, as well as if you're looking to incorporate Facebook Live into your podcast, how do you record those easily? We've got a tool for that, as well as a cheaper microphone. I'll be reviewing that. I believe it's going to show up Tuesday. And also again in the future, I'll be talking with Alex Exum because today we talked about what happens when you step on somebody's toes. Well, you should probably reach out to them and see if you can learn from them. And we're going to do that live on a future episode of the School of Podcasting. So thanks so much for tuning in. Again, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, that's all you have to do to get going. Scroll down, click on the monthly membership, use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and I hope to see you on the inside, helping you avoid the headaches, the pitfalls, and all the other things that I see people do on a daily basis and will get you going in the right direction. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. Bernie, what do you think of Alex Exum? What? Bernie, you can't say that. That's not nice. He might have had a bad day.
Bernie, seriously. Language friend. You're gonna what? Bernie. Just let it go, buddy. Move on. Alright, well, that's your choice. If you want to hold on to a grudge, you can, but I'm moving on. I appreciate you want to stick up for me, buddy, but that's that's not a... I know you have nine lives, so you figure you can, you know, waste one, but just just chill out. 